Welcome to the Law of Attraction podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Graziano, previously Grano. I'm so excited to bring you the latest wisdom and science from leading experts and world-class speakers from around the globe to teach you how to manifest your goals in love, career, financial abundance, and have anything you want in life. I'm the creator of the world-renowned Meditational Behavioral Synchronicity Method, the MBS Method. By listening to this podcast, you will learn how to refocus your mindset and rewire your thought process in simple, tangible exercises that you can begin right here, right now, simply by pressing play. Welcome to Success Story, the most useful podcast in the world. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. The Success Story podcast is part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. The HubSpot Podcast Network has other great podcasts you should go check out, like Being Boss, hosted by Emily Thompson. Now, with the holidays just around the corner, you're probably thinking, what's next for you in the new year? What other shows are you going to listen to to level yourself up? Well, on the Success Story podcast, I interview a lot of entrepreneurs, and I usually dive deep into the creative aspects of building a business. So if you are a creative, a creative business owner, or you're thinking about eventually becoming one, which at some point everybody kind of has to be because you have to be a little bit creative in how you build a business, how you market a business, and how you sell your product, all of that does require some creativity, but also for people that are hyper-focused on the creative niche. You may be interested in Being Boss, hosted by Emily Thompson. Being Boss is an exploration of not only what it means, but what it takes to be a boss as a creative business owner. If you are into some of the following topics, you're gonna love this show. Project management and building systems for creatives, freelancers, or side hustlers, opening a retail store, rituals that inspire and evoke creativity, and taking time off as a business owner to focus on yourself, your creativity, and upskilling. You need to listen to Being Boss. They cover all these topics and more. You can listen to Being Boss on any of your favorite podcasting platforms or at hubspot.com slash podcast network. Today, my guest is Natasha Graziano. She is the number one female mindset coach under 40, according to Forbes. She is the best-selling author of The Action Plan. She is the creator of the world-renowned MBS method. That's meditational behavioral synchronicity method that she uses to help people transform their lives. And she is also the host of the Law of Attraction podcast. She has over 7 million followers on Instagram. She is an absolute guru, absolute expert when it comes to building a social brand. So she speaks on two very distinct topics. She speaks about mindset and manifestation, and she speaks about social media, personal brand. So on the mindset and manifestation side, she is very cognizant that many law of attraction or manifestation, it kind of gets brushed as like woo-woo, like too high level. So her goal is to give you tactical tips that you can use to get what you want. So she is more of a tactical application of the law of attraction. So we spoke about uh, her method that she uses to get what she wants in her life, to get her mind right and in sync and in tune with the things that you want to achieve. We spoke about, that's her MBS method. We also spoke about uh, saying yes to opportunities. Uh, we spoke about how to deal with negativity and use that as a catalyst for progress in your life. And then we spoke about social media. So she is an expert at social media, uh, building a personal brand. People come to her 
constantly to help them build their own personal brands. Obviously, she's built an incredible one with over 7 million followers. She is featured in almost any notable publication, uh, both both business and non-business, because she has built such a brand for herself. So she's done this from the ground up. She has 7 million followers. She speaks about how to build a personal brand, how to figure out what your mission is, what you want to communicate to the world. She also speaks about social media, particularly Instagram, how to grow Instagram, how to create content that resonates. So mindset, social media, personal brand, she has it all. This is Natasha Graziano. She is the founder of the MBS Method, esteemed author and host of the Law of Attraction podcast. You know what? I'm going to tell you a little story about me. I'm going to tell you where this all began for me. So five years ago, I went through the worst year of my life. I suddenly found myself bed-bound, homeless, single mom, thrown on the street after a divorce, after an abusive marriage, and I was left alone with nothing. I'd lost everything in my career. I was broken. I was broke. And this illness had me in a place where I felt not only depressed, but where I realized I'm actually not able to move and function as a normal human, as the person I once was before this. And I've got to get at something. I've got to do something to get out of this. What am I going to do? So I started working on myself and I realized, yeah, you can try the meds, you can try all the things. And, you know, I used a lot of the, the medication I was given at the time. I was on heart medication at one point. But what I found truly cured me, truly helped me, not just of the illness, but of getting out of being broke, coming away from just being this single mom with nothing going on in her life anymore. I'd lost my sparkle. And so I started working on mindset. I got into programs. I got myself a mentor. I started working from the ground up. I started working on myself, started building myself, started evolving my path, if you want. And I didn't realize at the time, but my MBS method my meditational behavioral synchronicity, I didn't realize that is what I was doing. It went on to serve millions of people and has been taught to over 150,000 people to this day. But that method saved me. That method that I created, my meditational behavioral synchronicity, saved me from pain, trauma, suffering, being stuck, unfocused, unloved in my own eyes. I was unworthy and I went from there to really getting to where I needed to be. And so as I started using this process, as I started meditating, as I started breathing, because this is in, combined in the MBSs, breathing exercises, meditation, going deeper into altered states of awareness, into the theta state, into the alpha, you can go through alpha and theta, depending on which one. And from there, I then realized you can reprogram your subconscious mind. You can rewire your thought process. And I knew if I can rewire my thought process, rewire my pathways in my brain, my neural pathways, I can build new skill sets. I can become a better person. I can get out of this. And I did. I used my MBS method every single day. And within one year, I went from broke to making my first million dollars. And I used that through social media, through growing my social media and using that to leverage in my business. It was profound. And I've gone on to build three eight-figure, uh, three passive streams of income and one eight-figure business. And I've just co-founded a fantastic company, um, which in, in our first, it's a tech service. And in our first month, um, just going public, we're going to go into the six figures, seven figures. I get confused with figures. We're going to go into the seven figures. You're doing, you're doing a lot. 
You're doing a yeah. lot. That's, that's why. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so I can't announce that today what that co-founded project of mine is. I want to. Um, but basically what we're doing there is we are helping people with a big tech service that is so needed, so wanted, and it's so incredible. And that is about to go to market and it will in the it will go public. And in the first month it will be valued at a, a nice, big, chunky seven-figure. So the point is... I have used this method to cure myself. I have used this method to get out of pain, of suffering. I healed myself from illness. I built these businesses. I've manifested love. I've manifested the love of my life. I married him. I was just a divorced single mom who was struggling and broken financially, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. I, had, I was at rock bottom in every area. But you realize when you're at rock bottom in every area, that is when you need to rebound off the ground and come back with vengeance. And I did. All right. So let's, I love this story and let's, let's unpack that because it all makes sense for you now. When, when you have that success and you've built a business and everything seems, everything seems to just fall in line and looking back, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. all these different things that you did to pull yourself out of this horrible spot. It, it makes sense, but let's, let's bring it back to when you were going through a lot of the difficult parts of your life. So you weren't financially successful. Um, you just came out of a, a really poor and not great marriage. So what are some of the things that this MBS method, because you have to understand too, I want people to, when they think about mindset, there's a knee jerk reaction to that doesn't make any sense. It's just putting in the work, or if I'm not already bought into it, it's hard to convert somebody into somebody believing that mindset is the answer when somebody's in a situation like that. So I want to I want to break down some of the things that you spoke about, like even like the different states of mind, like alpha and theta, like that's coming at left field from some people that are listening to this right now. And, and also it's coming at left field for me if I hadn't have researched more about some of the work you do. So walk me through the the as 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 i guess pragmatically or as scientifically as you possibly can not being i don't think you're a phd if you are yeah, i missed that part but i don't think you are but try and walk through so somebody understands what you're actually doing like what does this actual practice manifest as in your day-to-day -day, and how can it in be the MBS. yes correct okay I love that. So how does the science really work behind it? I'm going to give you two things. It's all based around neuroplasticity because it's rooted in neuroscience, as I said, my MBS method. So how it works with the mind. So the law of attraction, people think, oh, that's woo-woo. No, there is actually a lot of facts behind it. There's actually a lot of science behind it. And whether or not you believe in it, the law of attraction is happening all around you. Hence, the secret is, uh, you know, it's done a fair billion on their on their sales and everything because it, it's so real. This stuff is, is real and it's happening. So I'll explain to you what the science is. When you're in an altered state of awareness, there your mind is more impressionable. So that is why I take people deeper through a self-hypnotic state into their altered state of awareness, into the alpha and the theta state. Your brainwaves are slower here. When they're measured on EEG scans, you can see your brainwaves are slower and here you're more impressionable. So the aim is to do the work in this altered state of awareness. And what you do is you remove and uproot weed out the limiting beliefs that are blocking you from achieving your goals, achieving what you want to in your life. And you remove those limiting thoughts in that altered state of awareness. But instead of just leaving a void, you replace them by building the new neural pathway and strengthening it every single day by practice. Like when learning a language, you're building the neural pathway, same thing. 
And so you do that all in the altered state of awareness. Now that is what the process does. Let me give you the science. So there's a part in our brain, the lower part of our brain, called the reticular activating system. The reticular activating system filters around 2 million bits of data every second. And that's colors and sounds and things that we see. And how it works is it shows you things that you deem as important. So what do you deem as important? Well, anything you focus your mind on. So if you're focusing your mind on, I am worthy of being loved. I am worthy of financial abundance. I am worthy of that promotion in my career. If you focus on those things, then your reticular activating system is serving you in the way you want it to. And it's showing you evidence around you to prove your belief system is real in opportunities, events, and people and places. It's showing you opportunities and things around you to prove it's real. So whether or not you believe it's real or not, that's despite the point. Your brain doesn't know if you run the race when you've actually run the race or if you're practicing it like an athlete in your mind before the race, okay? And so if you are focusing on negative thoughts and negative situations, then that is what your brain thinks is important. And your reticular activating system says you focus a lot of your mind on this, a lot of your time on this topic. So therefore you think it's important. So let me show you things around you that back up as evidence to prove that belief system is real. Do you get it? So you've got to get rid of that negative belief. You've got to uproot that out of your mind because your reticular activating system is working whether you want it to or not. Understood. Okay. So that, that does make sense to me. Now I'm super curious as to how you figured this out. Cause now you teach people this, me going through a bad spot in my life, even if I was practicing some of the stuff that you were practicing, how does someone who, to my knowledge, you never, you never were a student of this. It's not like growing up through your marriage, through all the other career and potentially other, you know, work things that didn't work out so well. You were not a student of this practice. This, this uh, I'm sure there's various iterations. MBS is one. There's other iterations of this that people do, you know, believe in and practice in their daily life. So how did you, t- how did you figure this out that this was what you were doing? So what happened was I realized I was meditating. My father's a doctor and he is always creating new medicines. And I would always speak to him around ways I could heal when I was unwell and he told me do breathing exercise and I said but dad you know you're you're a doctor you create medicines and he said start breathing more okay he said breathe deep breathe when you inhale through your nose and you nasal breathe you create nitric oxide nitric oxide literally can heal you in so many ways. It produces nitric oxide when you nasal breathe, which helps heal your immunity, boosts it. It just helps in so many ways with oxygen in ways that we don't realize. So he said, do deep breathing. And then I realized that would calm my anxiety. So anyway, I was having panic attacks and the panic attacks, the only way I could calm them down was through certain exercise that I was doing. So I would do all these different exercises, breathing exercises, meditations, um, things that are practiced by monks and psychologists. And I I downloaded programs online. It was the best thing I ever did. Getting myself that mentor was the best money I ever spent. It was, uh, you know, at the time, I think it was like $997. And that was the best money I ever spent because that showed me how to start my journey. And I learned then how to practice all these things. But I realized it's not just about practicing all these different things. It's about combining them into the same 
practice. And that's when I created my method. And I didn't know, like I said, that it had a title at the time. I just realized every day I would go sit down and I look, I studied, I've read a hundred mindset books. I've, I've studied various, you know, from Napoleon Hill, well, I've read up on a lot of uh, Einstein's work. I, there's so many Aristotle. We could go through them. I, I, I enjoy this passionately. Joseph Murphy. I've read so many of these books which have helped me exponentially. So first of all, I studied. I think if you want to heal in any way, whether you want to get back financially, you want to meet somebody, you want to heal a relationship, you want to change your life in any way and shift, you've got to first look within because 80% of it is in the mind and 20% of it is in the action. So I really had to look within. So I would sit in this practice of mine every day and I would meditate. But I realized until then, I didn't understand how to meditate properly. And that is the difference. When you learn my MBS method, you are meditating properly. It's not just sitting and quieting the mind. No, no. We quiet the mind plus another 10 things. We do so many things in this process, which I now teach and speak about around the world, help people to heal themselves in the same way. And I use the word heal because it doesn't to me mean just physical health. I mean, getting out of being stuck, unmotivated, unfocused. So I would sit for that time every single day. I would meditate. I would do breathing exercises. I would anchor the new belief system in into my altered state of awareness when I was in the alpha state. If I was in theta, it's, you have to learn how to control your mind in theta. It's a whole process. Uses self-hypnosis. We go deeper. There's a countdown involved. And when I was there, I realized, my goodness, I couldn't have got here if I hadn't have done the breathing exercises I did. You've got to do the breathing exercise to take you to that place. And then there's a bit of journaling involved. Then you come out the other side. You imprint that new belief. And then the way that you imprint it when you're in that altered state, I would say, is the main thing. Very interesting. And if somebody wanted to, if somebody wanted to start going down this path and even just start, <laughs> you have a visitor, you, have, you can have more, we can have, a, we can have everyone in the podcast. I don't mind. Oh my God. I That's love it. it. He just wants to come yeah. say hi. It's so cute. It. So cute. You know, what's funny. I, I have a question about this, but just on that point about, about family life and whatnot. One thing that I actually love and I don't understand. Some people are so, so scared about their family or their dogs or their kids like coming on a podcast or coming in the video. But I think it's like the most human thing that could possibly happen after the last like year and a half of everyone being locked away, stuck at home. Like it's everyone stresses about. I think we stress too much. I have life. my son. He's he has a nanny and a housekeeper and we still don't manage to keep it. He loves his mommy and I love my son. So whenever I'm on camera, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. if he wants to come in, I'm like, you know what? Just come and be in my video. He's 100%. Like so cute. He just loves to follow his mommy. And then as soon as I finish, then we'll go and do like a puzzle or something. And then like, but during the during my, you know, when I'm filming podcasts or masterminds, if he wants to come in and say hi, part of my journey is him my my mm -hmm. me getting to where i am now when i was that broke single mom who was depressed and feeling like i've got nothing going on who am i like what is this he kept me going and he was my why he still is my why how do i achieve more for him so going back to the mbs i was focused on really building something mm -hmm that would would help me to to make money help me to meet somebody who would be an incredible partner and it was it was very difficult at the time um to 
actually kind of make it work because it when you're alone and, and you've got nothing and no one to support you it can be very very hard but if you practice something like my mbs method every single day for 21 days it takes 21 days to form a small habit and 66 days to form a big habit so if you practice that every single day whether you're in business whether you're in tech whether you're a housewife whether you're a house husband whether you whatever you are doing in your life doesn't matter where you are this method is the transformation to the greater life. So how does somebody, so how does somebody, that, that's a good, good dovetail into the first steps, baby steps to understand how meditation, journaling can help you in your day-to-day. -day. So what is the first thing somebody does? Is it just that they start writing a daily journal? Like I've heard a thousand answers to help somebody get started. The very first thing that somebody wants to do when they wanna get started is they wanna look within, they wanna pause, and they wanna ask what they want to achieve. I'm gonna give you my five pillars of achieving your goals right now. One, get clarity on your vision. So that's the first thing, get clarity on your vision. Two, remove the blockages. Remove the self-limiting beliefs, remove the blockages. You can do that through meditation, you can do that <clears throat> through getting a therapist, you can do that through working through it on your own, you can do that using my MBS method, you can do whichever method you want. My own's the quickest, the fastest way, I believe, and the way it served me and hundreds of thousands of others. And then three, you want to imprint the new positive belief. And then four, pillar four is expand your vision. And pillar five is take inspired action. So the very first thing, when you want to get clarity on your vision, when you want to get started, you, this is the, the best question. You need to be getting yourself a journal and writing down what you want. Napoleon Hill from Think and Grow Rich, um, he said, if you write down in his 1937 books, this, this stuff's been around for a while, okay, guys? It's been around for thousands of years, in fact. Forget just like earlier on in this last um, century. It's been around for thousands of years. Get clear on your statement, he says. Write it down. Write that paragraph down. Know exactly what it is you want and read that aloud morning and night. So twice a day. So I would start with that myself and I wrote down my what I wanted in detail and it would sound like I want to help 100 million people by December the 31st 2030 so you must write a date and time you set it in time and space you see because otherwise your your brain has nothing to work towards it might take years to make it come to fruition but you want it to come to fruition now how do you do that you write a date and time and so I wrote down I want to help 100 million people through, and I would say what it was I was doing, my mindset teachings, and I would be doing this, that, and the other, et cetera, et cetera. So you really want to write down exactly what it is that you want to achieve and how it serves other people. Please do not miss this detail because let me explain to you. When you want something and you only want it for yourself, Sure, might come into your life, but it might happen like me. It might be easy come, easy go, and things fly. And I, my first marriage, I was you know, married. I thought I had everything, cars, homes around the world. I thought I had it all. My God, that was the biggest wake-up call for me. Suddenly got ripped from beneath my feet. I was suddenly divorced, suddenly got an illness, suddenly broke, suddenly homeless with a newborn baby, et cetera, et cetera. All in one year, when you think you have something, and it's not serving others. It just does not last. The higher intelligence does not bring about the thing that you want as a long lasting, beautiful experience in your life. And of course, there are anomalies who, who are bad people who have good things happen to them. But let's not focus on that today. Let's focus on 
you doing things and wanting things for the betterment of others. What do you want in your life? So write that down. What do you want and why and how does it help other people? Because then the higher intelligence will bring it into your reality faster if you want it for the betterment of others. So write that down. Get really clear on what you want. Do you want a tip on how to make it happen faster? 100%. Yeah, I do. (laughs) So let's say you've you've written your statement down. You know exactly what it is that you want. The very next thing that you do is you write underneath that a gratitude list. And you do it every day, not just once. Gratitude, single-handedly, I would say, unlocks the key to abundance in every area of your life. It unlocks what you want faster. I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Leica. Now today, compliance is mandatory for every single technology-powered business. From increasing regulatory requirements to customer uh, security questions, wondering how personal and private data is stored, collected, and kept safe. Businesses need compliance to scale and grow. Leica makes the entire compliance process simple. Their platform combines automation with built-in expertise to help companies get certified, close deals, and approach compliance the right way. Leica goes beyond simple integrations. Their platform connects to your everyday applications and applies actual human expertise to a robust software that powers compliance. They easily connect to all of your applications and create tailored policies based on your business. Then compliance experts guide you through automated workflows designed to help you conquer certifications like SOC 2, HIPAA, and GDPR. And Leica is the only compliance solution that offers a true integrated audit solution. No more messy spreadsheets or miscellaneous audit documents. Their team of experts manage your compliance audit from start to finish with full progress tracking in the actual app. And Leica is more than a one-time solution. So after you've set yourself up, maintain 100% that you are always compliant going forward with custom monitors and alerts. Compliance is difficult. It's messy. It's confusing. But it's also a necessity. So we all have to figure it out. And it's hard to unpack the requirements when we don't know what they mean. Or how do we apply them in a certain way that makes sense with our budget and our stage of growth? So this is what Leica does for you. It removes all the compliance headaches. And again, not just software, but you get access to a full team of specialists that do this 24-7, 365. So if you are a business leader and you are trying to figure out how to be compliant, because again, you have to figure it out. Leica is the only software I've ever found, and not just software, a team that fully supports business leaders that are trying to get this done right. So all Success Story podcast listeners get 20% off Leica whenever you sign up, but you have to go visit heyleica.com slash success, and you will get your exclusive deal just for Success Story podcast listeners. That's H-E-Y-L-A-I-K-A dot com slash success to request a demo and get 20% off when you sign up for Leica. I just wanna take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, HubSpot. Now, with the year end fast approaching, HubSpot's CRM is ready to take on challenges of keeping you, your teams, and your customers connected in 2022. With the improved forecasting tool, you get a bird's eye view of your entire pipeline to see what's around the corner. You learn how your quarter's doing, inspect new deals, And also you can use customizable data-driven reports to improve team performance as you grow. And on top of the improved forecasting tools, you also have the option for the custom report builder. 
And with the Custom Report Builder, you are leveling up from manually entering data. You're letting HubSpot connect smarter, cleaner data into real-time reporting on sales, marketing, deals, and more. Now, if you want to learn more about the improved forecasting tool, if you want to learn more about custom report builders, or if you just want to learn more about HubSpot as a CRM for your business, go to HubSpot.com and learn about how HubSpot CRM can help connect your business in 2022. HubSpot.com. How does it do that? When you start giving thanks for the things that you have, when you start giving thanks for the things that you don't yet have, but you give thanks for them right now as though they are already yours and you write this gratitude list. Well, hey, do you know what happens? The universe gives you more of what you do want. And all of a sudden, more nice things are happening. You've got more to be grateful for. But let me ask you this. What came first? Gratitude or the things to be grateful for? Because for me, it was the things to be grateful for. And it could be either for you, but you must understand why I'm saying that. If you are already grateful for the things that haven't yet happened, as though that you're just already be grateful for the fact you got clean water every day, the fact you're breathing every day. I would dream of my beautiful homes in different countries, my homes in, over the ocean. And I would really say thank you for them as though they were already mine. I believed it. I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I am working towards what I want. This is it. You can do it too. Anyone can do it. But you must give gratitude. So gratitude is the key to the catalyst to speeding up what you want. I think that there's, I've, I've had these conversations before. And I think that there's something that I want to highlight. And, I, and you let me know if, if you agree with me or not. But I think I want to highlight something. So when you do all the things that you just mentioned, I think that what it prompts you to do, even subconsciously, is take the actions that you may not have taken every single day towards that thing. So if you already are, are if you already feel like you have gratitude for something, or if you already know, if you know with crystal clarity what you want to achieve in life, you will potentially consciously, but also subconsciously, always be moving in that direction. I think with a lot of people, they they don't understand the power in setting these things and and reinforcing these things so that you yourself believe them. Because you can, everyone's going to say, I want a better job. I want a family. I want more money, whatever it is that you want. But if you don't, if you can say that once, but do you really believe it when you're tired at two in the morning after working a hard day? Or do you really believe it when you're potentially on Tinder matching with somebody that you shouldn't be matched? Like, do you really believe it? Like, like so I think that, this really drives a lot of very tangible actions in your life. And I think that's very important as well. Mm -hmm. um, you, you do a lot of, you speak a lot about, I guess, would this be considered biohacking or is this not considered biohacking? Because I love yeah. that concept as well. I love that. You can, you can definitely put this under biohacking. This is biohacking your mind. You see, you can't weigh yeah. your mind, right? You can, buy, you can weigh your brain, you can weigh your heart. You cannot weigh your mind. How much does it weigh? Well, it's, it, it's like Wi-Fi. You can't see it, but you know it's there. And there's something bigger and greater. And so, yes, you can biohack your life. You can biohack your mind. You can use the power of your thoughts when in alignment with your actions and your emotions and feelings. So thoughts, feelings, emotions, actions, all in alignment. You're living your best life.
But mm -hmm. your heart and brain must be in coherence, okay? If your heart and brain are not aligned and in coherence, you're not going to manifest the things that you want around you. You're not going to see the things you want come to fruition. I teach a lot of um, entrepreneurs. I've got clients who are eight, nine-figure entrepreneurs. I've got clients, a lot of nine-figure entrepreneurs, in fact. And how I explain to them is they could have everything and they go to broke suddenly or their business is a complete mess or they don't understand how their love life is in a shambles or something around them isn't going right or they're, they're just not in tune with the greater thing and they feel like I've got this going on and why have I not got this going on? Why is one area of my life chaos and the other area of my life is, is in order? And I help them to understand your heart and brain are not in coherence in the way that you want to live. Look at the artwork around your house. You got a Picasso in there and then you got a, an, a, a two ladies who are standing with you as though they're arguing over you, as though there's a problem. So you're attracting drama into your life. You need to paint pictures and buy artwork of you in a happy marriage with a family and kids or with your children. So, you, in so that's, you're taking it a step further. Okay. So you're saying, okay, so let's, so I think there's two things that I want to unpack here. These are all very good points. So firstly, how many people, and I, everything I'm saying, by the way, is from like a, a layman's perspective, yeah. because I'm not as in into this world as you are. So I'm just trying to communicate as best I understand it. So the, the average entrepreneur, the average highly successful entrepreneur, I know many of them. I know many of them that are two, three times divorced. That's not a good thing. That's not a good metric of success. So when you say, when you say your heart and your mind are not aligned, it's not just in the work that you do. It's in other aspects. So you're saying to fix that, you're actually creating an environment to the point where the way that you the way that you style the house or the way that you create the atmosphere in which you work is conducive to the goals. Not this is this is taking it a step further. Then this is not just writing stuff down. This is not just meditating. This is now aligning everything you do in your life, correct, it, including where you live, correct. Absolutely. Okay. It is about aligning all your areas. You cannot just think that that's enough. You cannot just read a book and think that that's enough. Go and read that book four times because I want to hear every single detail. And then you will know you've learned that book. It is about your environment. I'm going to give you three things right now. So anyone who's listening, you're going to love this. Write this down. Three tangible things. One, when it comes to success, when it comes to aligning anything that you want in your life, you must align it in every area, your mindset, your skill set, your environment, just what you were just saying, Scott, and elaborating on that further, your mindset is everything. If you are working on your mindset, you're doing those studies, you're getting a mentor, you're getting into a program, you are understanding there is more to it than meets the eye that your mind controls so much of it, your thoughts control so much of it. Now, wait, we don't just pause on the positive thoughts because that's the law of attraction, apparently. But no, it's not. The law of attraction is so much deeper. There's science behind it. It's why I love teaching it and coaching it because there's so much to it. Underneath that, okay, underneath that is your skill set. Should I dive into what your skill set is? Yeah, let, yeah, yeah. Let, let's it's do my, it. <laughs> it's my favorite topic. Your skill set's a little bit longer, guys. So I'm going to go here. You ready? You've got five main skill sets. And it's not a fluke that me, that Bradley, we've got the same ones, that some other beautiful known speaker, some other really fit. Everybody who's super, super successful, we all say the same skill sets that y'all need. Every single person should have this. And that is one communication communication is everything communication is one two is social media 
What is your social media like? In today's world, you need a social media. If you've got resistance against it, that's your mindset. Once you get out of that and you practice how to use social media, how to sell without having to spend a penny in, in many instances on social media, yeah. but you understand how to build an audience and having a platform, you will not imagine your life without it anymore. You won't be able to imagine your life without having that asset. Okay, number three, the more doors that you knock on, the more money you make. So you've got to make sure you are knocking on doors. And knocking on doors in today's world is DMs, is emails. So we're talking private messages on your Instagram, your LinkedIn, using your platforms to knock on doors every single day. If you knock on 50 doors a day, Okay, that could be back in the day, that would be letters. And look, I did door-to-door sales when I was young. I used to, I worked for this temping agency and I would walk around in Oxford where I grew up and I would knock on doors with these flyers and, and I was trying to understand, you know, how the world works. So out I'd go and I'd, I'd take these flyers around. I had to advertise the temping agency I was working for and I was the great example because I'm the temp showing up saying, hey, I'm a temp at this agency to this car dealership, to the next door, to the next door. Will you sign up this? And I realized that doesn't work. So the next point is you've got to learn sales. You've got to understand how to sell. Always be closing. But anyway, I would go around and knock on the doors. And how many doors do you knock on? If you knock on 50 doors a day, I remember this. Do you know how many doors that is a year? That's over 18,000 doors a year. Well, so a let's go. Numbers. That's it's a, a numbers game. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers <laughs> game. So come on, let's get that. Let's go. You've got so many doors you can knock on. You can do it now all remotely. You can send 50 emails a day. Five might stick. I always say to my Instagram clients, to everybody who's growing your Instagram, I teach people to scale on, on Instagram, right? I say, if you put a message out there and you have a great call to action, if 50 people see it and then 10% of that sign up when they do the swipe up button, that's five of them. That's five new clients. You've just got that one day. So again, you're reaching over 18,000 a year and, and how many? You, you reach, it's, it's a fantastic numbers game. So you've got to go for it. You've got to knock on doors, okay? So that's the next one. So you've got communication, social media, knock on doors. Always be closing sales. You can put that in the same one. And finally, personal branding, okay? Personal branding is everything. How are you showing up? What do you look like? Go and get that shoot done that you need to. Go get that makeover that you need to. Guy or gal, whoever you are, get your stuff done. Fix up, go and present yourself well. Because we, you need a professional camera, you need to look good. You, wanna, you know when people go, whoa, he, they had a really big rebrand. Yes, and that is what is selling them right now. People buy from people. How are you showing up every day? I love that. I want to I wanna actually double down on, you know, we we're talking about the podcast before the show. I'll tell you one thing I've done to grow my show. By the way, all, the, all that volume and constant activity, that's some of the smartest sales advice you'll ever get. But one thing I've done with my show is not a single day since I started my show work, because I'm a sales and marketing person by trade, that I haven't actually been running campaigns, just introducing people to my show. It's not even a sales wow. pitch at this point. I can always sell something, but it's always, if I don't have anything to sell, it's like, hey, this is my show. And I'll send that out to 50 people a day, minimum. And it's just always, always having activity action. And like, my God, the amount of tools and tech that you can leverage to get that done so that you're always putting yourself in front of somebody, even if it's not passive, if it's not through regular social, it's, it's active, it's more, it's more outbound, but it works. And if you do 50 of those every day in front of them to get the clients or to get the numbers, to get the people to see it. I just, well, I always do it to sell, but I also do it just to get people to know about the show. And there's no, there's the call to action is to listen to the latest episode. 
That's could be. Difficult. It could be to sell something. But if I don't have anything to sell at the time, or maybe I want to run a second campaign, maybe I want to be running a sales campaign and I want to actually be selling a product or a service or whatever, but maybe I also want to run a second campaign just saying, hey, just check out my podcast. And you run that all the time, every single day. And then you have thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands and then eventually millions of people that you've touched over the course of, you know, one, two, five years. And those people will be people that would have never heard about you if you didn't do that action. That's and it's amazing. always about just always the tools that you have access to and the, and the way that you can leverage these tools to scale yourself in a way that's it's not annoying. It's not offensive. It's not invasive. Mm -hmm. You find people that you think would be a good match for the stuff that you're putting out into the world. And you just let them know that you exist. That's it. You're not bugging them. It's not, it's not a sell. It can be a sell if you want it to, but it doesn't have to be a sell. And you do that stuff for, you do this stuff for mail, you do email, you do stuff on LinkedIn, you cross pollinate your social media audience, audiences. If you're not reaching out to all the people that are following you on Instagram and telling them to go check out your YouTube and telling them to go check out your, your Twitter, like you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. And actually, if you really want to be, you know, if you really want to break it down, you're actually doing them a disservice by not introducing the other things that they could enjoy out, you know, to that person. So I think that that's something that people have to sort of get over. It's, it's the, it's them being in their own head about putting themselves out into the world, about branding themselves, about posting on social, like you, you know, all the things that you just mentioned, find ways to do it every single day, sell something or not, but just evangelize yourself, promote yourself constantly. If you don't do it, no one else is going to do it. God, I so. love that. That is so powerful. I, I love promoting uh, anything. I mm -hmm. feel like it's a part of today. It's, it goes under the, you know, always be closing. you got to yeah. be selling all the time. People follow you because they want you to sell, right? People follow you on, on social because they want you to sell to them. You're doing a disjustice to yourself and the world if you don't sell. So you got to be selling, 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 selling all the time putting it out there, call to action on everything. And you can cross-pollinate with other audiences. So when I first began, I would literally, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even have a show. And I would message different incredible leaders and minds and authors and experts and speakers the whole way up and down. And I would say, hey, do you want to come and have a chat with me on my social media? And I'd love to put it out there. I've got a million followers at the time and now I've got 6 million followers. But at the time I was like, I've got a million followers. And because I had a blue check mark and I had a million followers, the answer was always yes. You see, that's another <laughs> thing. All the doors open for you when you got those kind of numbers and you're in the press. You want to be getting that kind of stuff. This is why I help a lot of uh, VIP clients to personally grow their pages to get to that next level. So the thing here is cross-pollinate. So you go and do a chat with somebody who's got a bigger following than you or got a bigger name than you. You both put the talk out onto social media and all of a sudden it's on social media. They're promoting it to their audience. You're promoting it to yours. And boom, you've got new viewers. You've got new, new potential buyers. You've got new leads. It's all about finding new leads and finding them fast. And the easiest way I believe is using Instagram, is using your social media. Instagram is literally a pool of fresh leads waiting for you. So if I've got 6 million people following me, if we go for 10% of them are interactive, that's like 600,000 potential real life leads who are ready. So then I look, you know, I always work in 10, 10, 10. So then I'll look at, okay, if 10% of those people bought 60,000, well, that's how I've done my MBS. If you think about it, it's reached millions of people through my networks, through my emails and et cetera, et cetera. It's reached millions and millions of people. 
and over 150,000 have been through the programs. 60,000 of those, let's say, have come through my Instagram because I have a 6 million following. Mm -hmm. And the other 80, and my math is bad, but I think it's something You're like almost, that. yeah, you're, 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 not, you're not far off. I, we got you, we got you. Somewhere around there. The other bits come from all my other kind of promoting. So, you know, never give up on the idea of social media. And if you're stuck in the dark age and you're like where I was when I, before I started on it 10 years ago, get off your high horse and just roll in and just say, I'm going to yeah. jump on a different horse right now. Put that horse to bed, put, get on another horse and start galloping because there is never a too late moment to get started. You can grow your following if you get yourself, you know, a social media marketing company. You don't have to use mine necessarily, you can use whoever's. Use a social media marketing company and get yourself out there to the world. Get your numbers because then you've got people to sell to. I grew yeah. my platform first and then I injected my brand. I did not do it the other way. I built a platform. So I have people saying, chop, 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 chop. I, I'm here to buy. I'm here to buy. And once you do build that following, you can sell anything and you can launch new products. You can, you know, we're talking about cross pollinating across different social channels or with different people. You can cross pollinate to different media mediums, right? Like now I have a podcast, I'm pushing it into a newsletter and that's another media you can set. Like there's so many things you can do with it and any product you launch now, any product you launch, you will have a guaranteed audience to sell into without any ad spend whatsoever, which is like that's uh, that's any entrepreneur's dream, right? The, I'm, you know, we, you know, we're speaking about we're speaking about sort of, I guess, educational products or 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 services that you're selling. But you could, if you were a founder and you wanted to launch a tech product, you have a group of people that will try your product, give you feedback asap, that will sign up for it. Like the that's why you see these serial founders that keep building and launching products so successful because they already have mm -hmm. a user base to sell into. So it doesn't matter if it's a book. It could be a new, you know, anything you wanted to do. I, you ha do you have a book? I don't I even. Do. I, yeah, yeah, my books. Um, it's, yeah. You know, it's a brilliant book. It's around implementing the law of attraction into your life in under an hour, and it's called the Action Plan. Why? Because okay. I take the woo-woo out of it, and I show you how to use the science behind it, how to actually take actionable steps towards attracting your goals. So people can check the book, and then. Obviously, they're going to hear you here. They're going to check the book. And then if they want to dive in and, and they can go check out MBS and, and go further down the road and learn sure. more. I mean, look, every okay. Saturday we have a meditation using my MBS method live. I do it live with hundreds of people. Sometimes we get into the thousands, depending. And right now I've got an offer on. It's only $4. So if you want to come for the whole month, you'll get the whole month for $4. And you can just come and your first month, try it. If you don't like it, it was only $4. So then you can try it out and understand how it can change your life. So yeah. Um, okay, so we we really dove into a lot of the stuff that you're working on with the MBS. Um, I'm trying to think. Do you want to do you want to speak on? I'll I'll leave it to you and, and you let me know. Do you want to speak on a few more mindset topics? I wrote down a couple things like negative thoughts, um, saying yes to opportunity, leaning in. We talk about those or. Did you want to give some quick tips on growing social? Because obviously you're hella good at that too. So I don't know oh which, God, which I know. one you I, want to I literally keynote on both areas. They're both, I'm so passionate about both. I, I mean, literally have for you, I have like two, two parts of, I have social media and like five topics, 10 topics, and I have law of attraction mindset. I have 10 topics. I love it. So I didn't know where to go with it. <laughs> I have this, I have the same thing. And like, what I, I keynote usually on both. Sometimes I end up doing two keynotes at events because what happens is, 
you and I were talking about this before the podcast, you know, when you want something in your life, you want to achieve it, and then you understand the business aspect of it, right? You you understand how to scale it, how to build it, how to apply it, all of that. Actually, you realize behind it that, that the mindset is so key. And so that's why I then say, okay, let's go. So they come in, they learn about their mindset, they get their message straight, and I show them how to scale it on social media. And then I hand them across to people in business who can then do like other angles with them, you know what I mean? And that side of the coaching. So I just literally had all the social media. So, okay, let's dive into, it depends what you're going to call this. Because if you, if this, if this is, I know, like, I know this is live, but um, it depends. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. It's good. It's good. We, I don't do scripted. Like, this is actually good. I love it. Go oh, okay. Fuck, cool then. Um, but if, if, it depends. If you, if people are listening to this and they want to hear in the titles around mindset, then I'll, I'll keep it on the mindset stuff. But if you want to dive into it, if it's going to be around a social media topic and whatever, then I'll dive more in that. It will, it will be, oh, that's a good point. I know, I know. How am I going to keyword the title for this one? I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you a bit on okay. each, and then you okay, can just, let's do that. You can just I decide. Appreciate okay, it. go, tell me one. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, so let's, let's finish up the mindset topics, and then we'll yeah. do a little, a little side on social. And the only reason why, it's because when somebody, obviously, this MBS is obviously highly important to you right now, and I, I completely respect that, but when people see your name, and they're like, oh, you know, she's like the clubhouse marriage girl. She's the one who has 6 million people. She's been featured. And then they don't hear any of it. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I missed that. I missed that opportunity to bring some stuff out from her. So I don't want to just completely ignore. Okay. No, no, no. Exactly. So, exactly. So people know me as like, you know, how to get what yeah. you want and attract what you want. So that's why I niche in that. But when it's a business conference and when it's a business thing, obviously I'm like the expert in it. I, could, I can build millions. I think both are valuable. Business. Both are exactly. valuable for business. hundred exactly. percent. Exactly. Okay. So uh, negative thoughts. Okay, so the one thing that could hijack all of this stuff would be, uh, we've kind of touched on it, like getting inside your own head, negativity. How do you move past that? How do you move past the noise, the negativity that always sort of impedes everyone? So let's take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Truebill. So let me ask you a question. How often have you signed up for a free trial and then it converted into a paid subscription and you forgot to cancel it? Or how often have you just not been able to cancel something because the process to cancel that particular you know, monthly service is just horrible and painful and they make you jump through hoops? Truebill is solving this for you. Truebill is letting you fight back against scammy subscription services. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, you don't want, or you simply forgot about. On average, people save roughly $720 per year with Truebill. And it's honestly because companies make subscriptions difficult to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. You just link your accounts to Truebill and they cancel everything unwanted with a single click. And if something doesn't cancel automatically, they actually have a concierge service that will follow up and cancel it for you so that you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million active users and they saved people over $100 million. I used it myself, I saved about 578 bucks. But that's just because I spent so much time in the past having to go back and cancel. I'm sure if I knew about them two, three years ago, it could have saved me like thousands of dollars by now. So stop letting CEOs and bad businesses get rich off you being unable or just forgetting to cancel. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today with Truebill at truebill.com slash success story. Go right now, truebill.com slash success story. That's truebill.com slash S-U-C-C-E-S-S-S-T-O-R-Y. 
it could save you thousands a year. That's truebill.com slash success story. Take control of your subscription. I just wanna take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Feedback Loop. Now, if you're a product person, entrepreneur, startup guy like me, you have at some point in your career tried to take a product to market, you've tried to come up with a new idea, and it's fell flat. It's ultimately failed. 85 to 90% of all new products, of all new startup ideas fail. Why is this? Basically, it is really hard, really expensive, and really time-consuming to validate product market fit with your potential consumers or customers. Old-style market research is way too slow, too complicated, too time-consuming for dynamic, fast-moving teams that want to build great stuff. But what if you could test out your idea, your product, with your target consumers whenever you want before you invest in the money, time, energy, effort that it takes to actually develop a product? Well, that's what startups all the way through to Fortune 500 are using Feedback Loop for. You get quality feedback from your target customers early and often. Feedback Loop is the test before you invest product research platform. It has built-in expert templates for concept testing, user discovery, prioritizing features on your roadmap, and much more. You can create your own test in minutes and get quality insights from your target consumers in hours. They've set up a special link for everybody who's a Success Story podcast listener to test it out, to try it. Go to go.feedbackloop.com success. You get three free tests. That's go.feedbackloop.com success. You can try it out for free. You get three free tests. So if you want your next product, idea, or feature to be a hit, test before you invest, build based on data, not opinion, and launch with confidence with Feedback Loop. Check it out right now. When you have noise in your head, right? When you've got these little voices saying you're not good enough or like friends around you. Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, absolutely. Well, you've just got to learn to battle through it. That's easier said than done. What do you do? You get so crystal clear on what you're going to do and you be relentless towards it. Have you seen that post on my Instagram? It is so cool. I just put it up and it looks like this. Okay. And it's you at the bottom, your dreams, and then all around it, you've got everything between you, your dreams, and your goals coming to fruition, okay? Do you know what you've got in the way? You've got doubt, parents, society, haters, ego, fear, relatives, friends, rejection. All those things are trying to stop you from getting to where you want to be. So you have to stampede through and be like, no, motherfuckers, I'm going where I want to, no matter what. I'm relentless. This is what I want to do. I'm going to make 100 million business. I'm going to exit from my business in three years and make a billion. I'm going for gold. <clears throat> Go for a billion. You may end up at 100 million. Great. You still did okay. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Put your, put your mind on it and just go for it. Do not stop. But you've got to take action. Now, when do you get out of the in, uh, imposter syndrome? How do you get out of it? Well, every time that thought comes in, you use like the MBS method, for example, and you repel the other way. So you rebound the other way. So it comes in and then you say, nope. But because you've done the work in the older state of awareness, you understand how to then through the anchoring, you've put it in a certain place. We usually do it between our eyebrows. You've anchored in the thought of the thing that you want to manifest and things that you actually do believe about yourself. So when these nasty little thoughts come up, imposter syndrome kicks in or anything kicks in, you know, no, I know exactly what I do want and I know exactly who I am and what I'm worthy of. And then you replace it. You maybe do a bit of tapping. You maybe go and do a dance. Put a piece of music on. You want to change your frequency? You want to change your vibration? Go put a piece of music on. Dance. You'll see me out here in the rain. It rains a lot in Vancouver. I'll go rain, uh, rain dance. And I'll stand there and I'll be like, having the best time because something went wrong in my day. And I'm not going to wait till tomorrow to have a sleep for a new day. 
no, we haven't got time for that. Do you know you have on average if you're, so I'm 31 and uh, nearly 32. And the amount of Tuesdays that I have left until I've worked out till the end of my life is like only around three and a half thousand. Three and a half thousand Tuesdays left. Not a lot. Of my life. A lot of Tuesdays. No, that's so terrifying. And so that's, I just looked at it from that. So you can, you can work out your numbers by working backwards. When I look at that, I think, my God, I'm not going to waste another minute. I'm not going to wait until tomorrow to have a good day. I'm going to change my day right now. And I'm not going to let the person telling me that I'm not good or the little person inside of me telling me that I'm not good enough to do it. And I can't do it. And you know, you'll never do it. You're not good enough. You're not cool enough. You're not tall enough. Whatever these bullshit things are. I'm not going to wait till tomorrow to start believing something different. I'm going to change that right now. And you know, you're all, we're all human. We're going to have days when it, it's so heavy, when something really heavy is going on. But you would never know when something's going on in my life now. And you know why? Because I don't suppress it. I acknowledge it. But I also acknowledge the feeling that comes with it and say, hey, emotion. Wow. Okay. This is a physical feeling I'm having in my body right now. So my stomach's turning, my heart's racing, maybe get sweaty palms. Ooh, um, you know, what's going on? I, I acknowledge it. I almost joke with myself and say, come on, bring it on. Let's go. That's the physical feeling. And they acknowledge the thought. And then I say, ciao, motherfucker. And I say, get the fuck away from me. You do not belong here. You're not mine. I don't know whose you are. Off you go. And I realign my focus. And then I start going towards my goal again. And that is how you stay as you're by far the most positive person I've ever, ever spoken to in my life. <laughs> You are like next level energy. <laughs> you know what? That's I wish how you I do it. That's how you do it, though. Totally, totally. But I, you know, you you just got to stay on your game. You got to find. Look, write this down if you want a, t- a tangible takeaway right now. Tell me right now, what five activities do you love to do? What five things do you love to do the most? Write it down. Is it yoga, hugging your dog, playing with your kids, swimming with somebody? What is it that gets you feeling good? Because those are the seeds you've got to plant into your garden of joy, of love, compassion, excitement. And then what do they mean? Well, they are activities that make you feel those things. When do you feel compassionate? When you're doing something for somebody else. When do you feel loving? When you're helping someone, when you're giving to charity, when you're giving money somewhere, when you're doing good deeds, that makes you feel compassionate. When do you feel joyful? When you're jumping on a trampoline, when you're going canoeing, whatever it is. You've got to do those activities every single day. Not all of them. But you've got to do at least one of your five activities every day. So try not to choose things which are like, you know, climbing Mount Everest as one of your five. I'm sure that was something that made you feel things you can do Things you can do with less, maybe a little bit less, you know, planning, money, resources, time. Yeah. Just like things you can just like pick up right away and do. And do those yeah. every day. I make sure I do them every day. For me, masterminding, having really cool people over to my house and us masterminding and coaching my, my beautiful clients and speaking on stages that makes me feel alive that makes me feel so good chatting with you right now on this podcast knowing that someone is going to change their life today someone listening to this you are going to have that breakthrough amazing and then the last thing that i wanted to pull out of you because i'm a big believer in this as well but i want to get your take on it saying yes to opportunity Uh what does that mean to you when is an opportunity a good thing? Are all opportunities something you should say yes to? When are you ready to jump into opportunity? When should you say no, if ever? Curious as to your take on this one. Opportunity is everywhere and always say yes. 
The answer is always yes. So many of the things that I've been through in my life have come from me saying yes. So many opportunities. When I built my social media marketing company in that first year and I, I, I did my first million, right? How did I do that first million back then? Because I decided to say yes to someone who said, hey, I love your Instagram. Can you grow mine? I was like, sure. I was like, they were like, cool. You just go with it. The answer is yes, and then work on the product. That gives you the urgency to then and the pressure to make sure it's done within a deadline. Sometimes you need pressures. Sometimes you need that urgency to make you get off your ass and go and do it. But you've got to say yes. And when do you say no? When it doesn't serve you. When it doesn't feel good. When it feels itchy. When it feels sticky. When it feels like, oh, this may not serve me how I want. When it doesn't feel good, you will know. And that's when you say no. But you have to see everything that comes into your pathway as a potential opportunity taking you in a step towards your goal. But if it's like an opportunity saying, uh, go and try this out and you want to follow your intuition, you want to go with it. If it's not really leading you towards your goal right now, then you need to prioritize this. This comes to my pyramid. Okay, there's a pyramid process you could look at and it will look like this. On the bottom of the pyramid, on the base, the chunky of it will be the must-haves and the things that you need to do in your life. The second layer is the middle section, is your goals and the top level of the pyramid, the smallest part, is your ideas. So the stuff that you're going to work on the most is going to be the must-haves at the bottom, the needs, the things that you have to do, right? And then in the middle section is going to be your goals that you want to work on most of the time. You want to, when you're not doing the things you've got to do urgently, like pay the bills and do this and do that, that's where you want to sit. So where does it fit on your pyramid? Does it fit into ideas, which is the, the area you won't be working on as often because that's not bringing you the money right now, although you are building that when you have the time? Or does it fit into your goals, which is the stuff you want to achieve right now? Or is it just something that you need to do? Because if it doesn't go into one of these at least, then you definitely don't want to be doing it. But you want to be focused on your goals the most. That's where you want to sit and then put time into your ideas when you've got time. But focus on the goals and you'll be doing the must-haves at the bottom. I love that. You just, you just, I didn't prep you for any of this stuff. You're really good at this. I, right. I don't pull stuff this quickly. <laughs> That's really good. Good for you. I appreciate it. I appreciate this. Okay. Um, so uh, last thing that I wanted to, to tie this all up, just because you've built an incredible personal brand. So let's just talk about, let's talk about everybody. Let's say somebody's already bought into the concept of personal brand. So let's skip that conversation because that's a whole other can of worms that I, I think that we can go into another time. But say somebody already wants to build a personal brand. How do they do it? What are the first steps? What do they speak about? And then how do they grow from zero to six million followers? What's the, what's the game plan for that? My God. Well, when you want to grow your following, the first thing you want to do is you want to learn social media. So do like I did, get yourself a program and learn because I'm going to give you some tips right now, which are in, for example, one of my big programs. But there are 50 blueprint winning steps that you've got to do like I did to grow that following exponentially. Okay, 50. And if I give you just one of these steps, you could start growing it today. Okay, so you want to get, you want to start meeting people on there. You want to start getting people to know who you are. You want them to be sticky followers. The first thing you want to look at, what are you posting? When people come to your page, look at three things. One, what value you're offering. Two, who you're associated with. And three, where have they seen you? 
So if you do not have amazing value on your page, your content is not incredible, your presentation is not incredible, they're just going to drift away and they won't be a sticky follower. So that's the first thing. If you have loads and loads and loads of followers and there are hundreds of thousands of followers, millions of followers, oh my God, they're going to stick because it's the bandwagon effect. They're going to come to your page and they're going to say, why have I never found this page before? I want to follow this guy. I want to follow him. He's so good at what he does. And then the other thing is to look at where have they seen you? So that's like press. You want to be putting all your press and stuff into that. Everything you've ever been in. And who you're associated with. So who are they seeing you alongside in this content? Who are you doing your, your talks with? Like I spoke about when I first began doing my Zoom talks. And I put them on my Instagram with, with big names. And then that built into my podcast. You know, and it's now a, a, a top uh, rated podcast. Uh, you know, and it, it sits on all the platforms and I have great guests and I just repurpose the content, which we, we originally filmed. You can do this exact thing too, but you've got to look at what you are posting every day. So who have you spoken with? Use all your contacts. Who's bought your product? If nobody has, you start reaching out to people and getting some names alongside you. And I don't mean you have to go to an A-lister. That could be quite hard if you're just starting out, but you need to get brand association. They need to be able to trust you. And when they see a familiar face, they're more likely to trust you. So your content is crucial. On your content, you got to make sure every day, and this is still only in tip one. It take you know it could take quite a while to go through every tip. But I'm gonna just I know this. I think I think I'll do part two sometime. Or so. oh, yeah. We'll have to figure something out. We'll have to do a little clubhouse. I don't know, but this is going to be a hundred percent. So yeah. part one. See so what you only want to look at is how often you're posting. You want to be posting around once a day. Now. There are tips and methods you can do to grow your content fast. Let me tell you now. Me, Prince EA, Jay Shetty, we've all done it. And a lot of really big speakers do it. I'll tell you what we do. We post generic videos of something which pulls on a heartstring. Maybe it's an emotional video. Maybe it's a really cute little dog video. Maybe it's a beautiful image of someone coming back after the war meeting their child. Whatever it might be, you post a video. It might not be yours. You've got to find it, but you've got to tag them, okay? So you've got to find this generic content or you can buy it online. When you find these beautiful generic videos, what you will then do is you will repurpose that and you'll use it on your page and you'll write something underneath it like double tap if you think blah, blah, blah about the video. Double tap if this um, tickled your heart today. Double tap if you agree. And then people will start to share it. They'll double tap and they'll share it with their friends. Like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. It's so emotional. That's what you want. You want people to say, oh, wow. This is a great page. I want to follow. But you don't put the generic content up every day. It's got to be in keeping with your brand as well. Not always. Like if you put up a cute little animal, maybe that's nothing to do with your brand. But the point is, this is how you go viral. Why do you go viral like this? Because when loads of people are double tapping like, when loads of people are commenting, they're sharing their story, they're saving the image, and they're sending it to friends. Do you know what happens? That post goes to the explore page. And when you're post goes to the explore page on Instagram. That's because the algorithm has said, hey, this is a really popular post. Loads of people are liking it. Loads of people are commenting on it. Let's put it on the explore page for more people to see. Now, honey, you can go viral. Now, hundreds of thousands of people can see your post on the explore page and you have the ability to gain tens of thousands of followers literally in one post, just like that. And this is what I did. So I grew it through a lot of generic content like this. And then you would Go back and so you'll do your post, a sales post, something else about you, and then a generic post. And then again, the cycle, something about the business that you have, why it serves others for day two, day three might be a testimonial, day four is the product itself, day five, generic video. And you don't even have to leave the generic video for that long. I would if it's relevant to you. So if you're teaching, if you're a coach, 
okay, in business and you want to teach your clients around why business is so important and using a certain uh, tool, then you put up a video, an emotional video, something that people understand through this video. And then you say, you see how this also applies in business because here in business, we can use this tool that I've created, which is similar to this guy in the video. Do you understand? So you can always refer it back. Anyway, it's a fantastic way to grow. So use those points and get started with that. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I know that I don't want to, I don't want to keep it too much longer than plus the, the podcast usually go about an hour. So this is, this is a good, this is a good spot to, to start to, to wrap up. Um, I guess the only other thing that I wanted to pull out of you was, in your opinion, what is a huge misconception that businesses have or people have about social media? Okay, one of the biggest misconceptions that people have about social media is that it doesn't sell and it doesn't work. Well, that's funny because that's how so many of us have done millions and millions and millions and across all the platforms, billions of dollars. It's a trillion dollar industry. Social media marketing, influencer marketing, is so powerful. It's such a powerful space to sell from. It works. And if you haven't tried it, I suggest you do and give it a try yourself and just start building it. You can't just expect to sell on one post, though you might do today. You may be like, okay, I'm going to try it today. And actually it starts working, but you've got to keep going on it. It's like anything. It's like a little baby trying to learn to walk. When he learns to walk, he's going to fall on his bum. But that doesn't mean he's failed. They're just tries. A fail just means a try. You just tried, try, try, try again. And so that's like social media. The common misconception is it didn't work and now it doesn't work for me. Or I'm too old. Oh, I'm past it. There is no age limit on it. There is no dogma, no religion. There is nothing that stops you from getting your product out there on social media. There's nothing that can stop you from achieving the goals you want to through using social media. That's how people scale their businesses on social media. You 10x your income, 10x your salary on, on social media. So don't be stuck in the dark age and, and have the, the misconception of it, it, Instagram doesn't work. I talk really around Instagram today. That really is my favorite platform. So open yourself a page, get started, come and learn how to grow it. And yeah, you'll be away to the races. Amazing. All right. Okay. So uh, I like to do a couple of rapid fire questions, but before I go into those and that's how I finish up, um, where do people go and connect with you? What's the best social website for everything? Where everybody can find me, um, you can find me online, NatashaGraziano.com. And you can find me on my Instagram, at Natasha Grano. I know that you're confused on which name. Natasha Graziano is my, uh, my name, but I'm under Natasha Grano for a lot of things I've done in my life and a lot of achievements, a lot of press. So when you type in Natasha Grano, Graziano comes up. It's, it's all the same thing. Um, so NatashaGraziano.com and my Instagram at Natasha Grano or at Natasha Graziano will come up. And DM me. DM me. Drive me wild. I don't mind. Hit my DM up. I love that. There is a whole drop down menu on my Instagram of free programs, free Instagram growth programs, free acceleration programs in your business for Instagram, free programs on how to get your mindset right, how to learn my MBS method. There are so many goodies in my drop down list where you can get your mindset right, get your message clear, and then learn how to scale it on social media. So come and play and choose one. And it'll be my pleasure to hear from you. Amazing. Okay, good. All right. So do a couple of rapid fire, then we're, then we're good to go. Um, biggest challenge you've had in your life? What was it? How'd you overcome it? Well, uh, biggest challenge I had was definitely overcoming that illness. Overcoming the illness um, and the divorce all in one. That was real that's, tough. That's not easy. 
No, that was really tough. That was uh, a very emotional process for me. And trying to overcome two in one, um, I just thought you get told like you, you only get sent what you can handle. Like when did anyone say that I could handle all this in one? I mean, it was, <laughs> it, it was tough. So overcoming that was the hardest point. Very good. Um, one person, there's been many, but one person who's been incredibly impactful in your life. Who was it? What did they teach you? Um, I would have to say John Asaraf from The Secret. He was one of my earlier mentors. Like, I first read the book 15 years ago when it came out. Um, I then watched the movie. He was like a mentor to me from afar. And he's taught me so much in business, in the law of attraction. Um, now we're, we're good friends, which is so beautiful. And we work together. I'm, I'm in his Winning the Game of Money program. I teach a whole um, syllabus around growing your social media. Um, so he is definitely somebody who's, who's taught me a lot. Amazing. You know, I've had Joe Vitale on the, on the show as well. No way. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I've, never, I've, never, I've never spoken to, uh, to him before, uh, but I, I, Joe was in the movie, if I'm not mistaken, for a little bit. I think he had, he yeah, had a part he in it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. is in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, favorite source to learn and grow? Book, podcast, something that you, you mentioned the secret. Are there any others that were impactful in your life? Places, uh, books, just a lot of studying and a lot of programs of different people. Uh, never feeling like if one thing doesn't work, then that's you. No, everything is walking you down the aisle to where you are now. So for me, it was getting involved in programs which were going to teach me the skills I needed in business to be able to grow my empire alone and understand how to do that as a single mom. Mm -hmm. And I would say I did those in my like many years ago, you know, de a decade ago. And since then, just studied. I just really studied my own craft. So studied around it, the neuroscience around what I'm teaching, um, how to really have be and do anything you want so there's a lot of those books on self-development or mindset and you just diversify you just dive into anything totally. and everything absolutely okay. I, I never stop whether it's listening to a radio station whether it's listening to a podcast because for the duration of the time that you're listening to a podcast or a book or you're reading a book you are being one-to-one -one mentored by that person for the duration of that time because you're getting into their thought process you're understanding their psyche you're understanding what they think and feel and how they did it so while you've been listening to this you're one-to-one -one mentored by me while you're listening to something else on scott's show you're you're being one-to-one -one mentored by them it's incredible when you come to my podcast you you're being one-to-one -one mentored by the incredible minds which come on there whenever we listen we learn when we talk we don't learn it's a good it's that's a good line i like that it's, a good, it's smart very smart um, do you hold any unpopular, uncommon beliefs that are very important to you in terms of business mindset? Uh, I have a few things where I think people would be like, whoa, that's like contradictory or like, whoa, that's so different. Um, you know, and they, they definitely started around social media. Um, you know, I guess I, that's true. I was, yeah. Cause you have born, done it different. 
I was born through social media. Like I, I never even understood what a funnel was until the last four years. Hmm. I, I don't think I, I understood any of it. And so I built in such a backwards way. I built that platform first. I got a massive audience and people would usually think, oh, well, I'll do my social media later. No, you want to do your social media so you've got people to sell to, but make sure you're collating those email addresses. That's more conventional, that part of it. But I, I think I did that's a lot right. of daughter, my door-to-door sales was all through DM. Some people are like, what is DM? Well, that's where I made a lot of my money. I can do six figures in a week from my DMs. Um, you know, you could do that. You can do six figures from your story in a day. Uh, you can do six figures or in a week too. You can, you can do these numbers in every aspect of your social media. People just don't realize. So you've got to build a team. That's why my new tech service, which I've co-founded, is so phenomenal for this. So I'll come back and tell you about that soon on the next <laughs> round um, because that brings all this together. Good. Very good. If you could tell your 20-year-old self one thing, what would it be? I would say to never give up on your goals and be relentless on what you want. And when one path doesn't work, then just pivot because pain only hits you, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual to tell you you're going in the wrong direction. It's just a red light to say you're going in the wrong direction. You got to pivot and try again. You got to pivot the angle and try again. So if you get told, no, you're not good enough for this or no, you're not, this doesn't really suit you at the moment. This is not for you right now. That's okay because someone else is going to say yes, but you've got to try again. You've got to pivot. You've got to pivot. Keep pivoting. It's like when you play ball. You catch the ball and in netball, right, you can't move your feet. You have to land one, two, and then you keep the back foot and then you can pivot. You can move round as many times as you want round, but you can't move that one base foot. It's not like basketball where you can keep running. You've got to keep your foot. One foot cannot move. Pivot. Keep going because you're going to come back to your destination. You're going to find it. <laughs> Where did you learn to play netball? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this sounds wild, right? So I did that at yeah. school. I, I learned to play netball. I was I was good. I was all right. I was center. But this taught That's me about funny. business, about pivoting. I love the analogy. Okay, last last question. Last question. Um, what does success mean to you? Success to me is being at the top of your game in the field that you choose and being able to help people with the thing that you're doing, the more problems you are solving, the more success you will have. Very good. That's all I got. That's it. Okay. That's the last question. That's how Amazing. we close it out. If you enjoyed this episode of the Law of Attraction podcast, it would be amazing if you could follow on Spotify or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me and to all of us. You, the listener, are the only way that this podcast grows. And those small acts of kindness that you do to support, they go such a long way. It's the cycle of giving and receiving. And as you give, you receive. That is the Law of Attraction in action. Whether or not you believe in it or not, it is happening in your life. And I know you could be listening right now to literally thousands of other podcasts, but you've chosen to be here and listen to this, the Law of Attraction podcast with me, Natasha Graziano. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart to yours, I am so grateful to you. And I hope this has helped you. I hope that you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And I hope you go out into the world and attract the life you deserve because you can have, be, and do anything you want. You've simply got to start by believing believing in yourself, believing it is possible to attract anything you want into your life. 
and it all starts by taking action. And once you start taking inspired action by listening to a podcast like this every single week and learning from experts, you get into the mindset of that expert and myself while you're listening for the duration of this podcast. You get that chance to be almost one-to-one mentored by them for the duration of your listening. And that is the power of a podcast. So please do follow on Spotify, leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. We are so grateful for you and we look forward to hearing from you and seeing you again later this week. Peace, love and gratitude for your day ahead.